I'll be reading from 2 Timothy chapter 3, beginning in verse 14. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and firmly believe, knowing from whom you learned it, and from how, how from childhood you have known the sacred writings that are able to instruct you for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is inspired by God and is useful for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, so that everyone who belongs to God may be proficient, equipped for every good work. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Holy and gracious God, Lord, pour out your Spirit on us as we have heard and now as I try to proclaim the word. Use my words or speak in spite of my words, but we await a word from you today, God. And may the words of my mouth, may the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. When we take a look at our Holy Scripture, our book of faith that we're going to be looking at in the Grand Sweep, we turn to the very, very beginning of Genesis chapter 1. And we read, in the beginning, when God created the heaven and the earth, the earth was a formless void, and darkness covered the face of the deep, while a wind from God swept over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light. And there was light. When we turn to the very end of Scripture, to the very last chapter of the book of Revelation, We read, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. The one who testifies to these things says, surely I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with all the saints. Amen. We read the beginning. We read the end. And friends, at the beginning of time with God, At the end of time with God, it is perfect. But we're people who live in the middle. (laughs) Between that perfect beginning and that perfect ending. And I don't know about you, but I think I know that living in the middle, it's pretty messy. And I love reading the Bible. Because in there... You know what? That messiness is apparent. Often when you read great, great stories or of civilizations and you, the, 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 the good parts are really lifted up and the bad parts are just not even talked about. And you get this sense of, of this really perfect time. But I love the Bible because that messiness is so apparent. There's no attempt in our sacred scriptures to make characters, you know, larger than life. (laughs) We find in scripture both the beauty and the ugliness of humanity. We find in the Bible when we read in the Old Testament that, that when we read through our eyes of faith that the Old Testament is pointing us to Christ. And then when we read in the New Testament, we read about Christ, and we get to learn about Christ. And then we also get to understand the movement of the Holy Spirit in beginning the church, the body of Christ for today. 
the Bible. It is our book of faith. It is, it is our way to look and to understand more about God and more understand about more of ourselves. And it was written by people of faith for people of faith. When we begin to study the Bible, and if you've never studied it before, you know what? The great thing is Bibles have a table of contents in the beginning, um, and, and we're going to read it straight through, so that makes it easier, too, just to sort of keep your place. We find that there are 39 books in the Old Testament, and there are 27 books in the New Testament. They were written over thousands of years by a multitude of authors. Our Christian Old Testament, it's the same as the Jewish scriptures. And the New Testament was written in the first century, right after the time of Christ. Our New Testament was put together. There are many wonderful facts and figures about the Bible, and one of them is that it's like the best-selling book of all time, right? When you look, it is the best-selling book of all time. But here's the thing. We love to buy Bibles and we, some of us that are sort of Bible junkies, love to buy different versions of the Bible and the, this study Bible or this study Bible. But by and large, we buy the Bible and then we don't read the Bible. Research shows that only about 20% of Americans have ever read through the Bible at least once. And over 50% of Americans say that they read it none or very little. But you know what? It's the United States, that's made up of a lot of folks that don't identify themselves as Christians. So let's hone in to Christians, and let's hone in even further to Protestant Christians. One-third of Protestant Christians read their Bible every day. And yet, daily Bible reading is one of the strongest predictors of Christian of spiritual maturity. We need to think about that. We need to think about our relationship with the Bible, and, and that is why we're entering into this time of serious Bible reading here in our church. What is the Bible? Why does it hold such um, joy and such uh, um, power over our lives? Well, it's foundational for our faith. We are people of faith. This is our book of faith. And John Wesley said it's the sufficient rule both of faith and of practice. It's important that we know what's in here. The Bible helps us answer those really deep questions, those sort of existential questions that, that we have that get to our very being and our purpose. Who are we? Where did we come from? Where are we going? How have our ancestors in faith viewed God? What can we know about God? What can we know about ourselves? What can we know about our relationship with God and our relationship with others? The Bible helps us with those very deep and existential questions of who we are at our core and what our purpose is. What the Bible is not, well, it was never written to be a science textbook, and most important, it is not to be read only to proof text what you already believe. This is what I believe. I'm going to find a scripture to say that. <laughs> That's not what it's for. So why read it front to back? 
Why, why go through that? You know, there are some that have told me when we were starting to put out the, the Bible in a year and we were offering to, if, would you like one of the Bible guides to read it in a year? And I, I can't tell you, there were several people who just got this really sort of heavy, disappointed look on their face and said, do you know how many times I've tried to do that? And I've never been successful. So I don't even think I'm going to try it this time. Why do it? Why do it? We do it so that we understand our story. We do it so that we may know Jesus better because, friends, Jesus was formed by what we call our Old Testament. Those are the scriptures that he was formed by and that he knew. And so if we're going to follow Jesus, we, we should look at the things that are important to Jesus. Another reason to read it front to back over the course of a year is we're going to be changed. We're changed by that daily discipline of reading Scripture and participating in devotion every day for a year. You'll be changed. I'll be changed. Our families will be changed. And friends, our church will be changed as we do this together. Another reason to read the whole story um, is that we then can understand individual scriptures in light of the bigger story. Most of us go, you know, if we're in a small group, our, our small group is going to study this, this particular scripture, maybe by the book of the Bible or maybe by the topic, and we bring in scripture to do that. Or maybe you've been in a Bible study that's, that's done sort of this whole book, um, and you've read that and you've talked about that. You read the Bible devotionally. You, you, maybe you get the upper room or you get another devotional study that says, here, read this scripture and then think about this. And you ask, how, what is this, how is this helpful for me? Wouldn't it be wonderful to understand the place of those individual scriptures that we read for devotion, and we should, and that we read in our small groups, and we should, but the opportunity to understand where they're placed in the greater story. This is an important thing to do. Okay, so maybe I've convinced you to do that, or at least think about it. Now let's talk about how to do that. Well, first of all, when you're going to sit down to read, I, I encourage you to make sure that you have a version of the Bible that you have comprehension of. I'm not going to dis. The King James Version of the Bible, for many, that is the, the Bible of their life, and, and those words speak to them. For me, it's difficult. I get lost in that early language. There are great versions of the Bible. Find one. There's the NIV. There's the NRSV. Now there's the CEB, the Common English Bible. Find a version of the Bible, and you can just, you know, you can go online and just look at the different versions of the Bible and compare the scriptures and, and get one that, for you, is understandable. For a study like this, I would recommend that you get a study Bible. Study Bibles are good for a couple of reasons. One, if you get a good study Bible and you begin the book of Genesis, it's going to have a page before you ever begin, and it's going to tell you something about it. You get to another book of the Bible, it's going to tell you a little bit of the history, who wrote it, when they think it was written, who, and, and all of that, and give you a setting so that you have a better understanding. 
And then as you're reading and it has some notes in the bottom, it may answer some of the questions that come up for you as you read that. So a good study Bible um, is, is another. And if you have questions about what would be a good one, you know, talk to Miss Susie. Um, we've got several that you can look through uh, back in the office, um, some that you can have, as a matter of fact, um, that are in the office. And then, um, and then I recommend that you also get the Grand Sweep book. Um, I get no portion of their profits, <laughs> let me say. You can get it from Amazon. You can get it from Cokesbury. The good thing about the Grand Sweep book as, it's, as it is now is, you, and it's called the Grand Sweep book, so you can look it up under that, is it tells you what your daily scripture is to read. Then it has a little short devotion or explanation of that, and then it has a place for you to write. Um, and this is a journey, a year-long journey, and it's helpful to you to write out maybe what stuck out for you or a question that that raises for you because this becomes your journal of this spiritual journey for a year. If you're in a small group, it also gives you some things that you want, may want to bring to your small group. And at the end of every seven days, there's like a summary page uh, with some information and then a place for prayer needs. And so it's kind of a handy all-in-one book if, if that's helpful to you. And so when you get ready to read, pray. We believe that the Scripture is the inspired Word of God. We believe that the Scripture inspires us as we invite the Holy Spirit to open our hearts and minds right? It is inspired in its writing. It's inspired in its reading. But you need to pray for that, that that's what will happen as you read these, um, these things. They're, in the grand sweep, you're daily going to read either three or four chapters. Most days, it's three chapters. Uh, two days a week, it's four chapters. Uh, it's well laid out, so it's doable. It's not so many chapters that it becomes, unless you procrastinate, <laughs> it's not so many chapters that it's, uh, that it's just too difficult to do. Again, the Grand Sweep book. And then I'm going to recommend small groups. We have a number of small groups. Um, and I believe for those who are at home, there's a slide. And in your packets, if you're here, there's a, there's a slide, the two slides that are on there. And it shows the dates uh, of the week of each of the small groups. Um, and, they, and so we have small groups pretty much every day. Um, and you'll see those listed there. You'll also see uh, the names of those that are going to be leading the small groups. Those are the ones we know about. It's not too late for you to form your own small group. Just let Miss Susie know so that we can, we can let people know that they can register. As you can see, there are some that meet weekly, some that are biweekly, one that's every month. Most all of them are going to start virtually. I will be leading a noon Thursday group that will be in person. Um, <clears throat> and some of these, as the, as the year goes on and circumstances allow, may choose to become in person. But otherwise, they're all going to start um, via Zoom. And so I hope that you'll go online and, and let us know you're going to be reading the Bible, even if you're not planning to do it in a small group. Um, get one of those guides or get the book, Grand Sweep. Take off and do it, because if we know you're doing it, every Monday or so, you're going to get a, an email that's sort of a nudge. <laughs> hey, we're glad you're still doing this. Uh, looky here, this is what you're going to be reading this week. So just as a way of encouraging you. So even if you're not planning to be in a small group, please let us know if you're planning to do this. Um, and small groups are going to be an important part of it. This is a journey, friends, that is going to be life-changing, I think, for us as people and as a church. As there is so much right now that we cannot control in our environment, but this one, 
we can control this. We can make a choice to lean into our faith and learn more about our faith. All Scripture is indeed inspired by God and is useful for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, so that everyone who belongs to God may be proficient, equipped for every good work. Friends, let's get started. Let us pray. Gracious God, Lord, give us both the will and the eyes and the desire and the work to read through your word this, week, this year. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us. Help us to enter this unafraid because we are on this journey with all those whom we love on this faith walk with us. We pray this in Christ's name. Amen.